Hey, before we hop into this episode, let's talk about why your website and digital presence isn't working. Now, I know what you're thinking, Michael, we talk all about the websites all the time. You talk about the websites, the website's a hammer, yada, 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 we get it. But for real though, it's shocking to me how much guesswork still takes place and how it's having a detrimental effect on what opportunities you are able to leverage. Now, over the last decade, especially for the OGDP beers, you know I've poured my soul into assembling a team that cares deeply about the progress of the retail auto industry, that believes in my mission to enrich and empower dealers to perpetually grow. Now I'm making my amazing marketing team accessible to the dealer playbook community so that you can start to thrive rather than merely survive. Right now, we're providing a just-for-you free website diagnostic that will show you exactly what you need to do in a priority sequence so that you can finally get the answers you need. Claim yours by visiting www.flexdealer.com forward slash website audit. That's www.flexdealer.com forward slash website dash audit. Let's just dig into your Shark Tank example, right? Those who measure media, media mix, their models, they see that, right? They they see the correlation. But but unfortunately in our world, what happens? Well, the vendor that sold search says, man, look at your last click attribution. Look what I did for your business. When in reality, it was vendor over here, probably a completely different department maybe that even bought it, right? right? And maybe in, in a different rep. But if it's not looked upon, listen, we have many reports that show any product or service that does advertising with us. We'll create a lift, an you know, incremental lift in search activity for that product or service, right? But guess who gets the credit for that? Search, right? Even though we didn't get the click, but the ad shown drove the search, This is why dealers, I'm telling you, the second they map it all out and truly understand what they're buying first, they're going to say to themselves, man, I I could cut some media. I could could cut some costs, which all all that does is increase PVR, which all that does is increase gross, and all that does is put more to the bottom line. But you have to look at it holistically. And I have a passion for it because uh, when I got into this space, I just... I saw, you know, I'd ask a dealer, how, how many people do you work with? Oh, I don't know, 15, 20. Like, well, how do they work together? Right? And, and it's like, you, you guys have to bring this all together. Then you'll start to see the impact. And ultimately, you could save some money. And, you know, and I don't, I don't want, this is not about selling against any other platform. But right. once you have the model down, once you have it all down, you can say, man, I'm spending quite a bit on this one platform. Like platform A, we'll call it. But could platform B do the same thing that platform A could do just as well, if not maybe better, but platform B costs cents on the dollar compared, compared. The only way to know that is to model it out and start testing and learning. And the second you do that, you start to see, you know, yes, I, I, can, I can do what platform A can do on this platform for cents on the dollar and put the balance to my bottom line or to their floor plan 
or to service bays or wherever they, you know, wherever they choose to do that. This brings up a really valuable point too, which is we know the OEMs spend hundreds of millions of dollars doing R and D. We know that many vendors are spending millions doing R and like Lord knows we have on R and D over the years. But when it comes down to the local business, I'm not even going to say dealers because I see this in multi, you know various verticals. We certainly do see it in dealer world too. What you just said, testing and experimentation, everybody needs to be comfortable with the fact that that costs money. It just does. And I know, you know, as I think back over the last 25 or 30 years, the silos that we live in is because we... You know, if you go back 30 years, it was like, hey, you need to build a website. If you build it, they will come. Silo. That's exactly right. Then, then, you know, Yahoo came along and they were like, hey, no, all you need is Yahoo advertising, penny, penny ads. If, if you do that, they will come. And then, you know, all of the other things have kind of compounded on top of that. But I love what you're saying about, no, how do we unify these? How do, how do we actually know? Like, we need to map this all out to understand what it is that's actually happening to see how these work together. I love, I love people that, you know, kind of the, the digital doomsday preppers that are like, no, if you have Facebook or Google, you don't need a website anymore. Or if you have a website, you don't need email marketing or email marketing is dead or SEO is dead. And these are just people like that is an indication to me of somebody who is on a soapbox who also lives in a silo not understanding how all of these channels feed to the whole and they all cost money because you got to test. If you're not going to spend the money to test, who do you expect is going to do it for you? This isn't hard. I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I hate to say it, like, I hate to say it that way, but it really is like the auto business is so unique. Like no other channel works this way, right? Like every other industry tests and learns and understands the impact of search into other mediums, this and that. But for some reason, we get so focused on that last click or, or that lead gen. And, 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 and if, if it, that doesn't happen, I sell nothing. Right. Well, what did Google just come out with their, their guidebook? 74% of people who buy within the month do not do an online action. Do wow. not do an online action. So what are we measuring? So, so if you believe that I'm only going to target people that are going to buy from me today, are going to buy from me this month, then what do you buy? Right. And, and more importantly, like, do we really think people are stupid? Right? I mean, do, do we like, do we think that, um, you know, if someone does a, 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 a search for a specific brand name, if we stick another brand name on there, that that person will never go back to that, to the original brand name searched. Right. Like, come on. Yeah. Right. Yeah, sure. They may be influenced <clears throat> and they might explore, but like, that's not how it works. Like pe people know what, what, what they want and where they want to go. Yeah. Right. And I'll tell you in the dealer space, Michael, you know, most people know what vehicle they want, right? They pick two. I want this one or this one. These are the two I'm going to stick with, but they don't know where they're going to buy. And they're doing more research on where they're going to buy versus what they're going to buy. Yeah. And if you think a price ad is the reason why they buy, Again, 
we don't understand consumer behavior. And that's what I'm trying to get to. Meet and greet first, then drive them down. Yeah, the, the, the validation here is literally every world-renowned marketer. I hope, are you listening, DPB gang? Every world-renowned marketer, which now includes Bob adding his voice to this pool, have said and shared this exact same pattern. This is a mission of the DPB. It's to shift the way we think so we can think bigger and break free from this box that we we have placed ourselves inside of. Um, and and this is just the way it is. We, we often refer, I don't know if you, you're familiar with Molly Pittman. She used to work at Digital Marketer. Now she's with Ezra Firestone, but she says the same thing. Like, would you ever walk into a bar see a, a beautiful person across the room and just walk up and ask to marry them right out of the gates. No, you got to get to know them, build a relationship of trust, get to know them. Um, and, you know, for me to, I think of every interaction that I've had with, with a woman that I wanted to date, perhaps, you know, even obviously with my wife, how many interactions it took for us to feel comfortable enough around each other to get to know each other I went through moments where it felt like I was failing. Oh, man, I said a stupid thing. She's going to hate me now. Like, that's the R&D of all of this. But but if I track the overall trend, even though on a micro scale it was doing this, you know, and I pull back and obviously my scale went up. I scaled upwards and, and obviously marry this woman, three beautiful children, all that kind of thing. And it's the same way. My seven-year-old daughter knows what car dealers sell, yet that's what we spend most of our advertising telling people. We, tell, we just keep advertising to tell them the thing we know or they know that we do instead of what you're saying. Why don't you start talking about the things they have no clue that you do or why they should buy from you? So two things. I sold cars for four years. Never once in any training... I had never once. I never had a script on this. I was <coughs> never taught by any trainer to take an up like this. Hi, I'm Bob Lanham. Welcome to Toyota of Sarasota. Can I have your name, phone number, email address? And are you going to buy from me today? <laughs> but, but we do that when we're only running buy now ads, buy now ads, lead gen ads, buy now, be better buy now, and g- give me all your information online. Like, that's not how it works. Like, the person would turn around and walk away. Now, maybe many dealers did. I keep going back. David Kane, a good friend of mine in the industry, you know, one of the best trainers out there. He he had a slide, and I've traveled with him greatly on, on a number of road shows. He has a slide that I still follow today, which is the Gallup poll that measures honesty and ethics in professions. Right. Right. And I've posted this a number of times, and we've chatted about this in Clubhouse, right? We fall, we flip-flop between last place and second to last with Congress. That's who we flip-flop with every month. (laughs) Now, I would show this slide or David would show this slide and we'd say, look, all of you in this room, we know you're not that. We know you have a good process. You're good people. You're ethical. You want to do right. But why in 2020, 21, does the Gallup poll still show we're last or second to last? Mm. Well, because we don't tell the industry or consumers otherwise. 
Yeah. I will put brand marketing above any other marketing a dealer does uh, easily. But you know what? They're not sold that. They're so lead gen. Last click, last clicks to their website, low cost per VDPs. Right. Right. And I'm not saying none of, I'm not saying that's not valuable because it is. It, it's a metric. It's a proxy. We need to understand, understand it. But decisions should not be made solely off of one or two metrics. Again, what does the what's the model doing? Is the model driving sales and then more importantly profitable sales? Or is the model not? Easy to easy to find out. I'm Michael Cirillo and you've been listening to the Dealer Playbook podcast. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. Leave a rating or review and share it with a colleague. If you're ready to make big changes in your life and career and want to connect with positive, nurturing automotive professionals, join my exclusive DPB Pro community on Facebook. That's where we share information, ideas, and content that isn't shared anywhere else. I can't wait to meet you there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.